don't want it to get too heavy. I feel really overloaded. You got any work from them recently? What? Not that you, you don't want to use the best bit at the start of the show, but like, you got any word from them recently? The dick pill salesman? Uh, not yet. No, 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 no. I'm not following. I wonder the dick pill sales office. They had like some uh, Alec Baldwin and Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross coming in, like uh, just uh, giving them the business about you gotta be always always be closing with these dick pills. Or there's like some uh, dick pill Jack Lemon just uh, desperately like. Uh, now, hey, now you really gotta check these out. These are the finest new stuff we got. Now, now just give me a minute. Let me let me talk to you about these. These you're gonna be interested in these. Just uh, desperately trying to keep up with the new generation. So, uh, what have you been up to, Brian? I would have been up to, you know. What have you been up to? I always ask me questions. Well, because I'm I never. I always feel like I'm getting an interrogation or something. Yeah, well, that's kind of the same reason I don't like to talk about what I've been up to. All right, so let's just uh, both mutually agree to not talk about what we've been what we've been up to. Okay. Yeah, that sounds good to me. So you finished here or what? <laughs> yep. It's <sighs> been another episode. Just kidding. So, Brian, you've been watching The Sopranos lately, and, uh... Yeah, I just finished it. Pretty sad now. Yeah. I have nothing to say about Sopranos right now other than I bought the complete series on DVD. Uh, but I did recently watch a documentary about this guy, Chris Canyon, professional wrestler, the veto of professional wrestling. Mm. Um. Vito, you mean, like, really big gay guy? Uh, I mean, yeah, he was really big, but in a different way than Vito was. Um. He was well endowed, is what you're saying. No, he's just a big jacked guy. He's a wrestler, Dan. Oh, okay. Let's spell it out. Why is that not the second thing you go to? I don't know. Uh, anyway. Not really funny that he's gay. The funny element of this is, uh. See, this manager that was, like, the only guy who knew he was gay... And, like, he said that he would, like, spend hours on the computer, like, talking to other dudes. And then he would print off the conversations and file them away for further use. For further Like, yeah. what what use? I don't know, to read them. Um, you know. Like, what year was this in? Like, early 2000s, late 90s. I guess that makes sense. I mean, it was, you know, maybe a little bit, uh... People weren't as aware of like how to uh, store documents digitally. I like that better. I'm gonna start printing stuff off. off my I was gonna say that kind of reminds me of a uh, situation, not you, but in relation to. You, but uh, not sure if you would like to talk about it publicly. What? You know the massive, massive porn stash. Not yours. Not mine. But, uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, we could talk. Uh, about it, it. Has that been talked about on this show before? I don't think so. Has it? I don't think so. Do you feel comfortable talking about it? Yeah, it's not my porn stash. Okay. Well, you know, uh, for those that don't know, once uh, me, David, I mean, I guess and you don't friends, need to uh, say had a sleepover at David's house. Uh, a movie night, excuse me. Sleepover sounds too lame. One of the most like strange things I've ever encountered in my life. I mean, there was a number of strange things. First, there was the uh, 
the drawer with the the, the sausages that have become white with age. You remember that? Yeah. They were like uh, like almost like liquid. And then, uh, do we eat any of those? No, but I eat those types of sausages all the time now. Okay. Well, at least the rest of us were wise enough, but, uh... And then, like, lining the walls of this room were, uh... Those sort of, like, like file storage boxes that you have in, like, an office. And, uh, organized alphabetically with clippings of porn magazines. Like... Highly organized by like by porn star name, I think, right? Or also by category. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> meticulously yeah, it, filed it's, away. It's amazing to me that he would like put all that work into it and then just leave it behind, you know? I mean, it must have taken like a year of his life just to organize that, you know? It couldn't have been easy. And just to, leaving it just behind. to like abandon it, just for these uh, these four buffoons to just uh, rummage through and just uh, disgrace, you know? We absolutely disgraced that stuff. We just uh, tore it out of the boxes and just uh, caused a huge ruckus, huge mess, causing mud. You know, it was uh, it was a bad scene. I mean, I wasn't there, but when I think about that room, I just picture uh, Eddie's older brother from Ed, Ed and Eddie. Remember that episode where they find his room? It's like hidden in the wall. Yeah, it has like a big stuffed a lot camel. Cool, and yeah, okay. I figured. It, it was just old sausages and porn. boxes and boxes of porn. That he didn't take with him. Yeah, that's the thing I can't believe. Like, how would you just leave that? You know, I mean, clearly it must have been like a passion project of some kind, <laughs> you know. Yeah, I don't know. He'd been gone for six months at that point. Has he ever asked about it since then? Is porn still? No. Why would he ask about that? I don't know. I mean, just... Uh... Why wouldn't he? he slept behind and then just disappeared? Yeah, I mean, when would be a good time to ask about it? I don't know. I mean, he seems like a pretty uh, shameless guy in general. I mean, <laughs> here we're not we're not here to assassinate anyone's character. We're simply stating the facts. Yeah, they, they <laughs> liked they liked old sausage and they liked organizing their pornography. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah, that, that was that was a strange night though, and, and then also like we we just kind of like left it out there, right? And then like a few days later, you went up there and it was just gone. So yep. someone took care of it. <laughs> it was like uh, uh, I don't know that scene in Breaking Bad when Francesca is shredding all of Jimmy's or uh, Saul Goodman's documents for him, and he's like ripping out the wall to get the money and. Um, that's what he was doing with the porn. He was like, oh my god, I need to burn the evidence. So he's just like shredding it all. He opens up the wall. There's even more. Yeah, the way we were going through <laughs> that porn is basically like uh, Gene Hackman at the end of the conversation. Just uh, yeah, exactly. tearing like it that. apart, searching through it. I never realized that we could. Instead of, Not even uh, to like, uh, like, like uh, beat our shit or anything. Like We weren't like <laughs> savages, but uh, just out of like, strange fascination, like what is this? Like, how is there so much of this, you know? But instead of playing his saxophone, he's eating the sausages, rocking back and forth. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure you figured out, Brian, we're at, uh, we're at Mom and Dad's. Yeah, I guess so. I've been taking care of stuff. I've been keeping the... I've been keeping watch for, uh, garden goblins. I caught one on tape, but, uh, the video got corrupted, unfortunately. 
I got talking to one of my new coworkers the other day, this uh, white South African guy named uh, Reno. He was like, uh, like as soon as I told him I was from Michigan, like, like the conversation turned to like 30 minutes. Him just like describing like uh, various paranormal videos about Michigan. Really? Yeah, he was like, he was like very into like uh, Michigan. There's like, there's so much crazy shit there, you know, so right. many uh, strange monsters and stuff. Like he was what? To great detail about all of them, all the videos he'd seen and how real they were. What do you sound like? I I can't do South African accent. They, oh, okay. they just sound strange. He had the accent though. Yeah, they kind of got their own thing going on. Was there like a specific one you hadn't heard of or something? Uh the only part I can think of with them is uh, another old coworker of mine. He was very into Shrek and like uh, what always pronounces Shrek. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, this is the oh yeah time for Shrek too. Yeah, whenever, whenever he was like finished working, he like like they had like uh, various movies on the computer in the office. He would always just like say, "Oh, finish your book." You know what that means, Braun? Shrek too, boy. <laughs> Time to watch Shriek. That's about the only uh, South African thing I can do. It's pretty cool. They're strange ones. There's like a weird number of them over here, though. Like. I guess, have you ever met one even, like, at all? No. South African? No. Yeah. Yeah, I guess they don't have that much reason to come to the U.S., but... Yeah, that's why I was surprised to say you had a second South African co-worker. I'm like, there must be... Yeah. A lot. I mean, the economy's pretty shit there, from what I understand. That's kind of the main reason. Is that where it's really hard to get a driver's license? Or is that just most of Africa? I don't know. Oh, man. Your video froze, but I, I can still hear you. Oh, okay. You're fine now. I know he was telling me, like, uh, the, the other side of co-worker. I got two of them. He was telling me a while ago about, like, the, uh, the sort of just, like, weird, like, everyday corruption they have there. Like, uh, like if you want to, like, uh, cross, like, a certain border every day, then, like, uh, like cross, like, a certain toll booth, you got to, like, uh, buy the guy, like, uh, like, a sandwich or a can of Coke. Hmm. Not like, uh, I was just telling him how, like, corruption in America, you know, is like, uh, starting a war based on complete lies that leads to millions dead, so you can raise your stock prices a little bit, but, you know, South Africa, it's kind of, it's kind of more innocent, I guess, a little more quaint, it's just like, uh, hey, you, uh, give me a sandwich, or else. Right. Which I guess I kind of prefer, you know. Yeah, or maybe, uh, like, write, write me a song or something, or do a <laughs> yeah, little dance. Yeah, that interesting way to do it. I think except that though. But you can try. Yeah, you can try. You can try. Yeah, it is always kind of weird when you meet like a white South African person, like uh, you know, and they've all been nice in my experience. But there's always like the moment of like trying to feel out. So like, so like, are you like violently racist? Or I, I just want to be sure, you know. Right. They're an apartheid, uh, a friend of apartheid, or a yeah. You saying there wasn't that much corruption in South Africa, Brian? I mean, you're kind of that's a big, there's a big blind spot in uh, that assertion, though. Well, they fixed that. Yeah, but you know that doesn't go away overnight. Kind of. I mean, they still have obviously uh, deep inequalities, but you know, like uh, yeah, so do we. You know. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. I predict that racism will be over by 2024. 
Dan, that's that's joke theft. Yeah, it is. Sorry, that you don't was title a joke. Credit to a new season of Atlanta. That was funny though. Yeah. <laughs> that guy sucks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I hated that character. Which guy? Uh, you ever watch Atlanta? Oh no, I have not actually. Uh, okay, there's a season where uh, the character Paperboy is a rapper, and they're in England, and he's uh he gets uh, involved with like a social justice uh project um and he's like trying to come up with like a practical way of like you know here how about a program where like you know you're giving money back to your community you're creating businesses in your community and it just kind of gets watered down by like the other people who are like or like they like do a video where um well i guess getting back to dan's joke i mean dan's stolen joke <laughs> um they're at a conference yeah, where they're from black people typical white man yeah um black culture. <clears throat> they're asking a paperboy question about like is racism still around in America? Or is like is racism uh still a problem in America? And he's about to give like a, a real genuine answer and uh, the guy cuts up ah, ah, ah. we here would like to predict that racism will be ended by twenty twenty four. two years. Yeah. And then um I don't know, when they go to shoot the uh, the commercial for Paperboy's idea, it's just, like, a really weird, like, commercial where there's, like, cowboys and, like, you know. Yeah, it, I was not just yeah. getting into a describing a TV show we watched. Okay, it's, yeah. It's kind of reminds me of, uh, Daniel, do you remember, like, I was thinking the other day about, like, uh, our, uh, our paternal grandma, like, uh. And she died when we were pretty young, so I was pretty young when this happened. I just remember once, like, uh, we were in, like, a, like a car together, waiting in, like, a parking lot for someone with her, and, like, I was just getting into, like, great detail describing uh, the video game Warcraft 3, like, just uh, <laughs> going on and on about, like, the story of this game and how badass it was, and, like, uh, and then this guy, and then he did that, and then this other guy, he fought this guy, and then he, he actually betrayed that guy. You didn't think he was going to do that, but he, he, turned, he turned bad then. And just like going into endless detail about the story, and then you just kind of told me like, Brian, she doesn't care about this. <laughs> and like, I just remember the time I felt very offended. Like, what do you know? This game is fucking awesome. What do you mean she doesn't care about it? <laughs> then, like in hindsight, obviously you were correct. But yeah, you know. that so sucks. I guess, uh, thanks for on, on her behalf. Thanks for cutting me off there. Yeah, I guess I didn't need to need to go that hard, but you know. maybe you didn't even. But I just felt that way at the time. I, I just felt very hurt. Like. This game is awesome. Why would someone not want to hear about it? To be fair, I mean, it is a pretty good game. Yeah. I do I, I do often find thinking. myself... I wasn't even paying attention, though. I mean, she just has a... Uh, probably barely know what video games were, you know? Yeah. Honestly, she was probably just happy to hear her uh, grandson ex- excited about something. You know, maybe that's true. That's uh, I shouldn't be so negative myself about that. I mean, to be fair, I, I'm constantly describing the plot of Warcraft 3 and... um. The expansion pack as well, uh, to anyone who will listen. Oh yeah, I mean it is a great game, obviously. It is, David. Do you want to do? You, do you know the story of uh, King Arthas? No. Okay. Well, mm. he he gets this fucked up sword. Um, Prince Arthas. Oh my bad. He gets this fucked up sword that makes him evil. <clears throat> That's the long and short of it, really. But you know. Sounds pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, that is pretty cool. I don't think it's a fucked up sword at all. Uh, I think that sword is pretty good. Works yeah. out uh, very well for King Arthur. For Arthur, um, 
Is it like Arthur Dudley Moore? He becomes evil? No, it's Arthur even, the Aardvark? It's even worse. His name is Arthur. It's like Artie Buko. Not Arthur. Yeah, it's Artie Buko. He yeah. becomes <laughs> evil with a fucked up sword. <laughs> I don't know, Tony. This poke is just some bot. What if there was a World of Warcraft, but it was just the World of Sopranos? Hold on. Okay, bye. That would be a good idea. I mean, they had, the camera already did that, didn't they, with uh, Sopranos Road to Respect? Okay, I think David's stepping out to vape or something. Yeah, I don't know how... But Start thinking Ari Buka had to go beat his shit. Yeah. But, like, I don't think... Um, Road to Respect has the same, like, MMO elements. I guess we need, like, a... Um, like, a more developed version of Mafia Wars. That game fucking blows, though. What does? Doesn't that game, like... Really... Isn't it, like, really shitty, though? Mafia... Like, I mean, probably... <laughs> it's one of those like uh, like Farmville games, right? Yeah, it is. But you anybody still playing Farmville these days? Gotta be a couple people. Man, that's so sad to imagine. I feel like um, I don't know. Do you do you see people playing mobile games in China a lot, like on their phone? Yeah, they're the very into like uh, like like poker games. It looks like. Oh, okay. I would see guys, or like, or I was like, like, like watching. I think like, uh, like, uh, what is it that uh, the defense of the ancients or whatever it is that that oh you know, Dota, the yeah, Koreans are into, like watching those, you know. Yeah. Interesting. I don't know how much about video games. But yeah, like, uh, hmm. I mean, I guess the world of Sopranos is pretty tiny compared to Azeroth, but. Yeah, it's pretty provincial. That's kind of part of the show, even. Can make and, it work, uh, I guess. As soon as they're outside of New Jersey, they're just uh, totally lost and hopeless. Yeah, the expansion pack could be the uh, New York. You know? Like, you reach level 10, and then you unlock, like, the uh, the Jersey Turnpike. You're allowed to go visit Johnny Sack and his crew. Start. They should do, like, a eSports, like, a speed run of Sopranos Road to Respect. Yeah. <laughs> There's got to be one out there. Maybe. Online poker. What does that do with Yeah, I don't know if it's like, like actual gambling, though, because that's illegal here. But, like, uh, I've always seen people playing it on their phones. Could just be for fun, though. Yeah. Could be. Wait, gambling's illegal? You guys ever get involved in online gambling? No, hmm. I get involved in real-life gambling. Yeah, it seems a lot more fun. Yeah. It is fun. <laughs> I was just thinking, like, too, but, like, uh, watching The Sopranos, like, how much of their money comes from sports gambling and how, like, even if, like, they weren't all, like, you know, presumably dead or close to death by the end of the series, like, uh, they would be fucked, like, in the age of, uh, DraftKings or whatever. Like, they would have nothing left, you know? Yeah, yeah. DraftKings totally, uh, is kind out. of the new family. Sad. Do you get a million DraftKings ads at all where you're at? Or you said gambling no, is illegal. they don't really do that here, oh, which okay. I think is probably a good thing. It's uh, basically a, a demon, in my opinion. Yeah. No, it's really annoying to get uh, so many, like, uh, like the the Caesar ads. I get those all the time. The DraftKings Caesars. They're just too fucking aggressive with these gambling ads. Like the one with Pat Oswalt now, where he's wearing the gold baseball cap. I don't... Pat Oswalt. 
chilling for uh, gambling services. I was gonna say I I've never ever in my life gotten an ad like this, David. So I don't know all the what, fucking time. what you're getting yeah, up to. Yeah, must like Mark do as uh, a rube or something somewhere along the line. They're like, oh, okay, he likes alt comedy and uh, watching sports highlights. So DraftKings with Patton Oswalt, boom. Probably. Um. I don't know. Like, I gambled... Okay, I said gambling was fun. I gambled once in the last two weeks um, for a oh, dollar. okay. What'd you bet on? Uh, it was... Uh, what is it called? It was, like, Hot Wheels races. Did you win? Yeah, I won a dollar. Nice. Yeah. Oh, See, yeah. low-stakes stuff like that. Stuff like yeah. that, the election. You know, low-stakes, nothing <laughs> stuff. I just remembered I got a yeah, lot... Yeah, low-stakes gambling is fun. Yeah. I got a lottery ticket for my birthday. I got a hot bet going on the Ukraine-Russia conflict right now. Mm-hmm. Nah, Who you got? Huh? Who I got? Who you got for that one? Oh, I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to disclose right. that yet. Dave's gonna tilt the scale if he, if he. Uh... Yeah, I don't want to let anyone in on this action. Okay. It's a wild prediction, but I suspect that uh, Boris Yeltsin is actually alive. Not only is it, they gave him a second body to inhabit his essence, and he's been getting yoked for, like, however long Boris Yeltsin is dead. I don't actually know much about Boris Yeltsin other than he's, like, a drunk and, like... His essence is probably, uh, like, just uh, conjured into, like, a uh, small bottle of vodka, you know? Yeah. Kind of like in Dragon Ball they did to uh, King Piccolo. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, actually, no... A lot like King Piccolo, I think that Boris Yeltsin spit out an egg, and there is a <laughs> Yeltsin Jr. that has been waiting in the shadows. <laughs> and I think he's really going to tilt the scale for Russia. Out in the forest of Siberia, training. Yeah, he's eight feet tall, like Piccolo too. Just uh, drinking like five bottles of vodka a day to build up his endurance. Yeah, precisely. Wow. Yep. yep. All right, it's yep. kind of a long shot bet, but you know, good luck with that. Well, if you've seen Boris in the gym, you know how it's going to go. Safe money. That's why I said it's a long shot. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, gambling's fun, though. But I know it's also, like, uh, poisonous. Yeah. Like, one of my greatest fears always is uh, losing everything gambling. Which I don't even really gamble ever. So I don't know why I'm so afraid of that. Yeah. But, like, I'm, I'm always like, deeply afraid that I'll end up like, uh, like, like Tony's friend in season two. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I don't even understand how people get addicted to gambling. Like, that's such a weird, uh, like, headspace. I don't know. Like, other addictions make sense, like, you know, alcohol or drugs. It's like it's something that makes you feel good, so you just Eating glass. Huh? Eating glass. Yeah, stuff like that. Gambling is really the strangest addiction. Yeah. Is it the adrenaline of am I going to lose money or gain money? Is that it? I feel like the losing is almost part of the excitement. Like, I remember once, like, uh, Norm MacDonald and WTF talking about his, his gambling addiction. Yeah. And he was saying how it's, like, uh, like several times he's, like, lost everything in his life. Like, multiple times he's, you know, just lost everything and then kind of to, like, get it back through just working. And he said, like, yeah, you know, it's, like, if you if you, if you already lose, like, $100,000 and you have 10000 left, it's, like, ah, fuck, I'll just leave, lose that too. Who gives a shit? <laughs> Why not? Works so I can just get to zero. That sounds kind of cool. Like, that sounds like you're setting a challenge for yourself. Like, I'm going to blow all my money on gambling, and I'm going to earn it all back. 
It's multiple. Yeah, I'm trying to kind of see the appeal of somewhat. Kind of like uh, restarting a game from the beginning. It's like a new game plus. Yeah. I like it's easier if you're a famous comedian. You can just uh, go on tour to get money back. You know. Yeah. yeah. What's well, the plus aspect of the new game plus is you have an established comedy career, so you can just get gigs yeah. and then accrue money once again. My phone died, and I can't check the score. Celtics are playing the Bucks right now, and I was driving and checking the score earlier, and um, I, you know, I was driving, so I didn't get a clear look at it. But it looked like is that scam likely? No, oh well, yeah, it is. Okay, yeah. Um, like thirty minutes later. I don't know, man. Um. I'm driving to check the score. 42 to 72. Oh no, 48 72. 72 Celtics. They have a 20-point lead right now. Or they did 30 minutes ago or an hour ago whenever I was checking the score in my car. Amazing. Is, is, that, is that good or bad for you? It's very good for me. <laughs> okay, well, that's good. I have uh, $10,000 riding on the Celtics uh, beating the Bucks. Nice. I have... Um, Money I don't have riding on this game. I have... Well, it's not you're going to have it soon. I mean, you know, when you win. Yeah, I have my left leg going on this game. What are you talking about you the money? I mean, the money's in your hand. You've already won. You just got to wait for it, you know? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I think an episode of The Sopranos where Tony is uh, screaming at Carmelo about how it was a sure thing. And that he, <laughs> yeah. he basically God, lost him money. Pressing. No, that's the mindset that you need to go into gambling with. That's how you yeah, win. Yeah, exactly. You, know. you gamble because you know you're going to win. Yeah. And when your friends don't believe you and don't give you all their money just like because they, they, you know that you're right, then fuck them because they're stealing money out of your pocket. You know? Exactly. When they're not giving you money to gamble with, they're just taking bread out of your mouth when you win. You know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, I walked through the uh, Motor City Casino recently. Um, got lost, actually, walking around in there. And um, it's weird. I mean, it's just casinos are weird, like how they're built to, I think, confuse you on purpose. It's like there's a map on the wall, and I'm reading it, and I'm like pretty sure I go in the right direction, and then I end up like in a little Caesars. Yeah, they're basically hell on earth, you know. Yeah, they suck. Last time I was there, um, me and Katie were uh, with other people who were more familiar with the casino and leading us around, but they were walking like 20 yards ahead of us the whole time through crowds of people and like changing directions constantly. You know what? I didn't like those people that were leading us at all. They were fucking pissing me off. Fucking. Can I don't, you say that publicly while they're listening? I don't give a fuck. I, you know. You know, all right. I will just to let you guys know, I, I'm neutral toward you. You know, I'm not the, uh, I'm not siding with Dave one way or another on this. No, I'm gonna air out all of my grievances. Like we, they, we'd finally catch up to them. It was like, oh no, no, it's over here, it's over here. It's like, you don't know where you're fucking going. Stop fucking leading us. I'm getting fucking pissed. All right, all right calm down. It's easy to get lost there. Maybe, they, maybe they were confused too. I'm gonna air out every grievance that I have. 
mm. on this episode. And then you can finally relax. Yeah. Yeah. David's a good name. Except Roulette. Roulette's pretty awesome. Yeah. That's a fun game. I never played a Roulette. It looks really cool, though. Yeah, I mean, it looks cool. Like, no skill, really. You just kind of uh, put it on, and you wait and see. You know, you spin the wheel. What's something else? I like that the ball goes in the opposite direction of the, the way the thing is spinning. Yeah. And I feel like when they spin I remember when it, I was a kid, like, people always used to tell me that I should be like a, uh, like a casino dealer, because I would always... Uh, do you remember I had that phase for a long time when I would just like always like uh, play the card game War with myself? Yeah, it was more of a lifestyle than a phase. Yeah, I, I just like it was fun. I was kind of like I, honestly, I don't even like pay very close attention. I would just kind of like zone out while I'm doing it. You know, it was kind of like something to do with my hands. Yeah, War was. Fun. Why don't they play that at the casino? War. Gold honestly, yeah, that'd be a, that'd be a good game. You know? uh, Fifty-two pickup. Why don't they do that? Those games. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, three card Monty, the whole everything, Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah. Um, Edward Forty hands at the at the casino. Yeah. All the classes. That's what the V. I'm pretty sure that's what the VIP lounge is though. Is they just sit in there and play Edward Forty hands. Yeah. The High Rollers Club. If you I will. can't remember the stipulations of Edward Forty hands. Um. If he, the loser gets their head smashed, gets the the loser the winner gets to smash the other person with the the forty, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty fucked up. So I don't know. That's what my brothers told me. <laughs> Did they do that? Did you see it? Uh, I never saw them play Ever Forty Hands, but one time I was looking at my cousins. Uh, there was his Facebook, and there was a picture of him with his buddy. Like they both had like forties taped to their hands, smiling for the camera. <laughs> Okay, but they didn't have like a, like there was like a falling photo with like a fucked up cut up head. No, just the I think that was the only photo of the night. Okay, well that's probably uh, a more innocent version of the game then. I don't know, man. They might have done it. <laughs> I remember hearing a story about um when my older brothers were, were kids, they wanted to recreate Stone Cold Steve Austin's entrance. Um, cause he had like the entrance or like the, like a paint, like a, he had the glass shattering at the beginning of his, uh, theme song. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And, uh, he, he had an entrance one time where like a, uh, there was a glass screen that was going to break and then he was going to come through it. And my brothers wanted to recreate that. So, um, my one brother took two shot glasses and like broke them and was, and my <laughs> other brother was going to walk through them and they both got like really cut up from doing that. <laughs> <laughs> Stone Cold rules. Yeah, he's he's the greatest. I kind of want to be him. I was, Is he the most like like probably cool like unironically cool wrestler out there? Huh? Is he like the most like unironically cool wrestler out there? Hmm. Let me think. <laughs> Part of me feels like Shawn Michaels in the late '90s was unironically cool. Hmm. But. Yeah, not as cool as maybe Stone Cold Steve Austin. I mean, I don't know, Brian. I don't really think any of them are ironically cool. That's true. I guess I mean, like, the rest of them all had, like, uh, like kind of, like, costumes or something silly about them, but he was just like, no, I'm just, like, a, I'm just a tough guy. Like, I'll, I'll just actually beat you up. Yeah, I just wear black underwear. <laughs> yeah. It's really, really no, no gimmick with him. Just, uh, 
Yeah, I'm just like a uh, tough guy. Forrest Gump looking knee bra- knee braces. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he did have the cleanest gimmick, for sure. Yeah. It's uh, almost kind of amazing nobody had thought of that before him, you know. Like, yeah, just being him. <laughs> yeah. Well, there was a. Some people sort of say that he kind of um, was loosely like there was another because like part of his little thing was he like drank beer when he went when he when he went. Um, and uh, there was another wrestler in the '90s named the Sandman who was uh, more like a, just a alcoholic from Philadelphia, both on screen and off screen. He would eat sand when he won. No, he would. Oh. Uh, he would bleed. No, he drank beer on the way down and would smoke cigarettes coming to the ring, and he didn't look <laughs> impressive at all. He had like a huge beer gut, and he wore like a. <laughs> like uh, like zebra print pants and like uh, he came out to enter Sandman by Metallica. Uh, and he had like one of those practice swords, like the like the wooden practice swords, and he just cracked people with that. <laughs> <laughs> the guy had like more like like an actual alcoholic wrestler, like uh, like uh, like a fifty year old guy whose like face is always red and just kind of like. Like sort of fat and gross the way that their face gets when they're that age, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we don't, we we don't want to. You know, that's saying that these these kids watching are going to be looking up to an alcoholic as their hero. I mean, Stone Cold Steve Austin drank a lot of beer on TV, and kids loved him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was the point. Inspired children to, make. to uh, cut themselves in an accident. Yeah. Yeah, the, le- the last thing we want these kids doing is experimenting with alcohol. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah. watch this match where a man rolls around on thumbtacks for a little while. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Yeah, don't try this at home. Wink, wink. That was a funny... There's that wrestler who was like, uh, like really in like PCP or something. Huh? There's that wrestler who was really in like PCP. Yeah, that'd be or good. Like, uh, like strips, like... like Meth, you know, like a big Molly guy wrestle. Like a, he doesn't want to wrestle because he feels so good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, here's an idea for like, uh, let's say you're wrestling CM Punk. Mm-hmm. You don't like. Oh, you, t- you drugged him. Oh, yeah, you drugged him. <laughs> 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 you, you like put a like a a rag soaked in LSD like over his mouth. <laughs> No, yeah, you you do a good time type of thing on him. A match stipulation where if he loses, he has to smoke a joint in front of like, all his fans. Pull out a spray bottle full of LSD. <laughs> oh god! Like the good time scene. Yeah, let him drink the whole thing. I I wonder if they ever did that game. Uh, did that storyline? CM Punk. Hmm. I don't know. I mean, yeah, maybe because around actually that like uh, if he, if he loses the match, he has to like uh, become high. <laughs> Dude, that'd be so funny. He has to, yeah. Every person in the audience who's who's smoking weed, he has to like take a hit <laughs> off of each one. Um, moving on from wrestling, I feel like uh, we've dwelled on no. There's something else about wrestling I wanted to talk about. It's kind of I'm I'm not like annoyed by wrestling today. I don't know what it is. Okay, let's keep going. Usually I'm ready to stop talking about wrestling after two minutes, but um, I don't know. We, we, Brian, we went to a show the other night, and uh, wrestling was on the TV in the bar, and um, like there was a band playing, but David was mostly watching the wrestling. 
we caught I think we caught a clip that was uh Stone Cold Steve Austin in a semi truck driving into an ambulance that Triple H was inside of. <laughs> <laughs> Why would he do that? Because he uh he was feuding with Triple H. And Triple yeah. H was in the ambulance? Yeah, he got hurt or something. I don't know. Uh it was during That's a buried cool. alive match. <laughs> It, D- David, okay, could you break down what was that guy talking to you about? Exa- like, what happened? Oh, yeah. Because there was a guy before the show, Brian, who um was saying some real weird stuff to David, and then he got... Well, I don't want to spoil what happens to this guy. Um, Yeah, so... Uh, Dan a- and Lilo uh, kind of got closer to the show, and... um. I got caught up talking to this, like, really tall guy who looked, I don't know, he was really tall, and he started talking to me about, he, like... Yeah, he had green hair and all these tattoos and kept talking about, like, how his friends in North Korea. No, I would love to talk to Dennis Rodman. <laughs> yeah. Um, He comes up to me, and he, you know, he, I could tell he wanted to talk to me. Um, but what I, I couldn't expect, I did, didn't expect what he was about to say. He said something like, uh, you know, the world died and we, but we never really die, you know, like, you know, we just keep going. And I was like, oh, uh, okay. Yeah, man, no one really knows this, but I, I blessed the world and I didn't even mean it. And I was like, oh, really? Wow. Yeah, SO, man. SO. And I'm like, what, what does that mean? Mouth in a butthole. Everyone's got one, right? I don't know a single person who doesn't have a mouth and a butthole. And I'm like, oh, all right. And then I just kind of walked away really fast because I did not want to get caught up anymore uh, with this with with this individual. And then I, I don't know where he's going with that. I didn't want to know. I mean, I feel like I had some thoughts. That's where I tuned into the conversation, so I'm glad it ended right after that. Yeah, and then I turn around to make sure he's not following me, and he's uh, being... Uh, Escorted out by like two guys in high vis staff jackets. Um, I feel like you don't get kicked out for talking strangeness, you know. I don't know. I think there was something else probably beforehand. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say he was like talking to somebody else about the same exact thing. Well, like, he was in like a, a he was in an SS uniform. Um, and he was handing out pamphlets and printing off child pornography in their office so i think that was probably the final straw was <laughs> was him talking about All miles right. and buttholes three strikes and you're out buddy yeah um, I, 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 I think i should give him another chance this sounds kind of persecution <laughs> to me. but uh what is it about you that always attracts like weird people to just talk to you for no reason i feel like it's kind of a blessing and a curse because like people don't generally just come and talk to me that much but you, for reason, like people just always like seem to, like just uh. Oh, there's a guy I can just uh tell my insane things to. He's someone I can um. Uh, speak gibberish to. I don't know. Well, I think we like with that interaction. I think we got to the bottom of it because, the guy was gonna start talking to Leela first, but Leela avoided eye contact. Yeah. He <laughs> made eye contact with David. Cause I was staring at him because uh. <clears throat> he he had a very discomforting look about him. Yeah. Um, well, there's a problem. You, you look at people. You gotta just keep your eyes to yourself. Well, you know, he was staring at Lila. I was like, what's this guy doing? You know? Yeah, so you don't look back. And, like, Lila was smart here. You don't look back, and he's gonna leave you alone. 
Well, I didn't know what he was going to, you know. To clarify, I was at the bar getting a drink with my back turned to this entire situation, so I, I didn't know what was going on. Not sure. That's how you, 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 okay. So let's say someone's walking toward you, David. You yeah. just turn around and show them your back. Show them my ass. Exactly. They will not talk to you in that way. Or I say something even crazier. You know, I'm oh, you try to yeah, you try I've to killed a hundred children, spook them. Yeah, yeah. I've killed uh, I've killed fifty men. Ninety five of them were pregnant. <laughs> I have kind of a few like go to conversation enders. Like I'll talk about like how uh, I'll be perfectly okay with shooting a dog in the head. I wouldn't feel anything about it if I did. Or uh, mm-hmm. talk about like uh, like the the Great Irish Potato Famine. Or uh, the kind of squid that lives in the ocean that can uh, shoot its penis off into the <laughs> void and then uh, find another female of the same species to mate with. I like to go, you know, Larry right. Sandusky was innocent. Hey, it works. I mean, people, like, they, they, they leave me alone with that stuff with some of these things, you know. Chris Benoit was framed. Or talk about Chris Benoit, too. <laughs> Wait, what was, the, what was the second one you said? I like the Great Irish Potato Famine, you know, or some other historical tragedy. Okay. What's the uh, what's the skinny on the Potato Famine? I, I mean, do you want to hear about it? I, I just listened to an interesting, interesting history podcast about it. I'm kind of curious. It's so much more fucked up than you realize. Like, like before the famine, they had nine million people in Ireland. Today, they like today they have five million. That's how many people fucking died from this thing. Including men who just like escaped, like fled to other countries. But like, uh, <clears throat> no, it, actually, they don't. They don't like the Irish to call it the potato famine. They prefer to call it the Great Hunger because like, there wasn't actually a famine because the system they had was like English landlords would like take most of the food and then just leave them with potatoes. That was all they could eat. Uh-huh. And it's like, uh, so during the whole time, the, the potatoes are diseased. They're dying, and this English fucks. They're just like taking the rest of the food, even though they have nothing else left to eat. So it's like. It's not that they didn't have food. It's just that the English were, like, taking all of it. That wasn't potatoes. And then left them with nothing. That's why I hate wasps. It's so fucked up. <clears throat> the favorite petty detail, though, is, like, uh, the English then would, like, like, like donate some money to, from the buy food with you know, after stealing the rest of it. Like, Queen Victoria donated, like, $5,000. And then, like, uh, the, the king of Turkey felt very sorry for them and was like, oh, this poor Irish. I'll give him $10,000. And then the Queen's people got in touch with him, like, hey, could you, like, not donate so much because like if you donate more than the queen it's gonna make her look kind of shitty so just like can you like cut your donation in half so she looks okay you know wow it's fucked up fuck those people yeah fuck the british except for the one yeah, for real, except for the couple downloads we had in the uk yeah of course the french doing the same thing in afghanistan currently but yeah nah. fuck us too yeah you know well, not us. You know, fuck, uh, fuck Brandon. You know, he's the one doing it. Yeah, I heard Brandon's trying to outlaw vapes. I don't know if this is true. I looked into it. I didn't see anything about it. Um, <laughs> fucking asshole. But if that's true, I mean, why not cigarettes too? That doesn't make sense. I heard someone say, I, I don't know if this yeah, is. Don't true. give me any ideas. Yeah, I don't know if this is true, but that Brandon wants to outlaw vapes because minors are getting them. But. What's the difference? Yeah, if they don't have enough fucking problems, they're down there getting the coal all fucking day, getting back <laughs> lung. Yeah, like, they just give want... a fucking break. Let them vape. Yeah, let them enjoy a blueberry ice vape. 
And he wonders why he didn't win in West Virginia. Right. Like an asshole. Oh, wow. Well. <laughs> Wait, Sorry, you look I, up? You look it up? No, I um, was looking up something. I saw a car decal earlier that said Shorzy 2024. And the slogan was, give your balls a tug. <laughs> well, that doesn't sound fun at all. And I think it's a character from the TV show Letterkenny. Oh, yeah. I don't really like that show. I haven't watched it. But, uh... Ireland? Hmm? Yeah, right. Isn't that an Irish show, right? No, it's a Canadian it's show. It's Canadian. Oh, okay. It's just another... Um... Uh, degeneration of It's Always Sunny to me, anyway. Oh, okay. You guys notice there's, like, a weight... There was, like, a glut of, like, sitcoms, uh... From, like, two thousand... Like, around when Sunny came out to, like... Well, it's Always Sunny. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> after that show, there was, like, a wave of, like, shows about degenerate white trash, um, in a comedic setting. Like, you know, you got Shameless, you got Trailer Park Boys, you got... Anyway, I guess the Workaholics guys aren't necessarily white trash, but same My idea. My name is Earl, kinda. Huh? My name is Earl, kinda. My name is Earl, um... I mean, that's always letter Kenny. That's always been a popular subgenre, though. You know. It has, but like, enough's enough. Yeah. We get it. It's funny. Yeah. Yeah, that's always how it is. That's the infinite growth model. You need to constantly be uh, creating new things. But all of these shows have like a fan base that's like, there. I've never seen anything like this, and it's like, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> like, dude, Litter Kenny is so fucking funny. It's like, it's the same shit. <laughs> We've seen for 15 years. Only in my opinion, not that funny. Yeah. I mean, unless anyone from that show ever wants to come on the podcast, in which case David was just joking. Yeah, I was kidding. You know, if Howard Stern can make fun of his guests before they even come in the studio, I think I can do it too. Mm hmm. I, I don't think so. No? <laughs> I'm the new king of all media. Brian, right? what is the difference between David and Howard Stern? Yeah, R- I mean, really. Well, one of them is much more handsome. I'm not going to say which one. <laughs> One's much more handsome, and the other one is... Well, we'll let you fill in the blanks there. <laughs> I know it's Howard. Howard Stern should uh, come on our show. Mm-hmm. He should ejaculate on our show. I think he could use the support. He could use the plug, you know. Mm-hmm. Use the bump. Yeah. I wonder how... You know, recently I noticed there's a lot more Howard Stern stuff on YouTube than there was three years ago. Hmm. Old Howard Stern stuff? I'm a, I feel what? like you're noticing a lot of strange trends. Like, uh... You're like a, like a, like a old retired person who's like... You know, I know there's a lot more black people on commercials these days. What's up with that? <laughs> like, hey, you know, there's a lot more, uh, a lot more Howard Stern on YouTube since three years ago. When did that happen? Dave, you know, there's all these white trash TV shows. Where those come from? David is like the night watchman of YouTube. You know, he's up on all the, the relevant uh, trends. No, these aren't relevant trends. These are just trends targeted at me. Right. Yeah. White trash TV shows, well, Howard Stern clips. David knows his corner of YouTube. Yeah. Nah, it's probably not just you. I mean, I feel like we all kind of have the, uh, 
whatever strange micro-targeted trends that we all notice. Like, uh, for me, like, on Instagram recommended, like, for a long time they thought I was Muslim. Like, most of my recommended things were, like, uh, like, Islamic religious-related pages, like, uh, quotes from the Quran or, mm. like, uh, daily Quran quotes, that kind of thing. And then they thought I was Jewish. Like, they did, they did like, a, like, a big turn, like, one day, and then suddenly it was all just Jewish things. And, uh... I like uh, like very like pro-Israel content and uh, like uh, that sort of thing, and then now it's all just web comics, all just kind of uh, girly web comics, like Control Delete kind of stuff. Or uh... I'm trying to yeah, think of other shitty web comics. I guess it's probably a good thing. I remember you talked about getting LASIK before. Why didn't you end up getting it? I just never got around to it, and uh, I don't know. It seems kind of scary. I mean, I think I talked about it on last week's did show, she, too, but, yeah. Did they, like, she awake for that? Yeah, you're awake for it. They just sedate you. It's pretty painless from what I understand, yeah. actually. Yeah. You're, well, I guess if you're sedated, you don't really care. I went under for my wisdom teeth when they did that. I did not want to be awake for that. What about you guys? I think it's pretty normal. Yeah. You like requested to be put under? Yeah, I was uh, I was awake for it. Not me. Oh, you were? Jeez. <laughs> were you, Brian? I didn't have wisdom teeth. I had, I had the one tooth that was uh, coming in wrong. Impacted molar, it was called. I, I, maybe I was awake for that, but I didn't feel it. Hmm. Now, you see, that I liked going under. I might have had to pay more. Well, I was still under my parents' insurance, so not really. Um, but, uh... I liked it because I was like one under and then like, boom, I'm leaving. It was like time traveling. True. Um, yeah, well, when you put leaving. it that way. Yeah. I mean, why do I want to have to... Who knows what they're doing to you when you're sleeping, you know? I don't want to know. I mean, they're already doing something heinous. Cutting open my gums, stealing my teeth. Yeah, they're stealing your shit. Then, yeah, who knows they're paying what, them to do it. What the fuck? Yeah, who and then they're giving them back to me, and they look gross. <laughs> yeah. Giving them back to me like some sick, perverted tooth fairy. Yeah. Yeah. And then I got to leave in a wheelchair. Well, that part was kind of cool. Were you <laughs> like, in a wheelchair? You really leaving a wheelchair? You like, couldn't stand up? Yeah, I couldn't stand up. Wait, where did you get this done? Damn. Uh, oral, I don't, well, I don't remember, I don't want to say the name, but it's a business very close to here. Hmm. Where we are I right I know you're still in a wheelchair, that's, that's, that's like, yeah, fucked up, seriously. Huh? I didn't know, like, you, like, couldn't stand up afterward, even. That's crazy. Well, maybe it was the, the sedation. I don't know. Yeah, think, my legs were really shaky when I woke up. I think the wheelchair thing might be, like, a liability situation where, like, if you fall... On the way yeah, out the true. door, then it's their fault. Something like that. Yeah, so you should, you should insist on not using the wheelchair and then try to fall down. You know, it's always great when you get, like, after surgery or you're sick and you have the excuse to be, like, the laziest piece of shit in the world. Yeah. You know? I'm, addic yeah. I'm addicted to that feeling. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I live for, brother. Yeah. You really, you, you didn't want the pandemic to end. You, well, you had that feeling all the time. Well, I worked through the pandemic, so uh, I don't know what you're talking about. You missed the golden opportunity then. Yeah, I did. Well, I was on vacation when lockdown started. 
Um, felt so you should have tried to get sick though and get like that long COVID or whatever. Yeah. What are they gonna do about it? You know. Yeah. Right. Just say I'm tired. And you get to go home. Yeah, that's how it works. Yeah, I would like to fake an illness. I'm gonna fake um. Tell my boss that my shins are shrinking. <laughs> Soon my uh, feet, my shoes will be attached at the uh, <laughs> knee. I can't work like this. I can't even reach the pedals. Don't you have that disease? Uh, I forget what it's called. It's like, uh, like in India, they have it sometimes, where it's like it's like some made-up cultural like uh, mass hysteria disease, where they think that like their dicks are decreasing in size. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> It's, it's some like mass hysteria thing they have there where it's like uh, like an entire village like one guy will say I don't know it's getting smaller and then like everybody else in the village will be like how am I getting smaller too what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> damn no it's like I mean usually they'll find like some witch and then kill her or something and then that's how they solve it oh okay it's you try to do a more innocent version yeah, I'm gonna tell my boss my dick's getting smaller I can't come to work yeah <laughs> yeah. It'll be kind of like starting a union, but you just get it's like a mass hysteria thing. Yeah. Everyone just decides I can't work. Something at work is causing this to happen. <laughs> My legs do feel blown out after the last couple days. I love when parts of my body feel blown out. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Because then I get stronger. I yeah. It was like calming. Yeah, my legs are looking torn. Rip torn. Your jeans are looking torn. You got a big old hole in the back. Yeah, I know. I just think I've seen it. I just think I've ripped torn in Man Who Fell to Earth. I don't remember who he was in that movie. I, I don't remember much of the movie either. I, I know he there was like a gratuitous number of rip torn sex scenes. Okay. That were just, uh,. Very unpleasant to watch. Yeah, I recall. He was like a professor or something. That was a terrible fucking movie. David Bowie's his friend. Or s- yeah. I don't really have any th- any words for that movie. I've seen it like three times. Yeah, I should, I should just try not bring it up. Just uh, like like speak it out of existence. Just like if we all just don't talk about it, it'll just go away eventually. That can be your fourth conversation killer is... Uh, Hey, you guys like Man Who Fell to Earth? Here, here's what I think about it. it or like, even just yeah. mentioning that it exists, everyone's like, uh, everyone like kind of gets a headache and has to sit down. There's a um <clears throat> a, a series somewhere called The Man Who Fell to Earth coming out, and um, I don't know if it has anything to do with the movie, but I feel like they shouldn't use that name if it doesn't. It probably does. I don't know. It's really like uh, I feel like that's something like like absolutely no one on this earth would give a fuck about the movie if not for David Bowie, right? Uh, and like, if not for him, it's like an MST3K tier movie. Yeah. Too hey. long though. I think. People, yeah, true. Do people like Nick Rogue, the director? Like I like. Don't look now. Well, apparently you do. Answered your own question, David. 
Yeah, but I have I like Don't Look Now. I don't really know about the rest of his filmography. The uh, they've all put me to sleep every single one. Uh, even Don't Look Now. Yeah. I think British directors just weren't very good for a long time, or maybe ever. Mm-hmm. I don't know yeah, how I feel about Edgar Wright. Exile for Hitchcock's pretty good. Yeah, Hitchcock rocks sometimes. I don't know how Other I feel. That though, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about Edgar. I don't know if I like Edgar Wright. I don't think I, right. I. I don't hate him, but I don't know if like he has a movie I really love. Who else? You got Christopher Nolan, Stanley Kubrick. Stanley Kubrick's not British. He's not British. He isn't? No, he just lived in England. No. Oh, I didn't know that. He was afraid of airplanes. He wouldn't leave. Well, never mind. Again, trying to erase your Polishness. You know, like a famous Polak, Stanley Kubrick. Now you're just trying to <laughs> claim he's not one of ours. Yeah. Is he Polish? I didn't know that. He's, well, he's American. I believe so, yes. Oh, okay. uh, let me double check. I'm pretty sure, yeah. He's Polish-American. Yeah, come on. Well, cool. I guess. Oh, now that was cool. That was cool. Yeah. Well, no. I mean, I was using it as an example of an overrated English director. So. I don't think he's overrated either. He's appropriately rated if he's Polish, then. I'm not, I'm not even gonna get into this. Yeah, I mean, uh, we're probably about done, eh? Well, we gotta find out All if right. the audience has to find out if Stanley Kubrick's uh, American or British. Oh, I forgot. I, I'd, I'd ask you guys something, though. Yeah. Uh, I heard something, David, about, about you running a gym. Is, is this true? So that's like you opened a gym when I left? That, you talking right? to me? Yeah, didn't you start running a gym? 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 What the fuck are you talking about? I don't I phone just heard fuck. Just someone told me you start running a gym. Fuck, I was talking to him. No, I don't, a I don't fucking own a gym. You know, we have this fucking guy on. He doesn't do any fucking research. Oh, sorry. Fuck you, fuck you asshole. Alright, we'll be back later with the art Carney situation.